0: everybody. Welcome back to the show. Doug Miles along with uh, Don Henderson. Uh, not too many sports tonight. We're going to uh, depart from that because we have a great guest on, a man we've been looking forward to having back in a while. We'll uh, tell you about that, but first, a uh, little intro first before we get to uh, talk to our guest.
1: you folks, Chris Lemon here, and I want you to say hi to another guy you might remember. Hey, 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 Ask me to get a Hi there. This is me, Jack. Jack Lemon. How do you like them apples? I, listen, the good folks at the Coronado Island Film Festival, they're honoring the 60 60- Anniversary of the shooting of the greatest comedy of all time. Some like it, hot starring me. Oh, they show very good taste, don't they? So get online, get those tickets because they're going like hotcakes and pull yourselves together, will you please? Because people are talking.
0: And of course, Chris Lemon joined us tonight. Chris, welcome back. It's been a long time.
1: <laughs> 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 well, that was a little bittersweet listening to that. I, I found out <laughs> online.
0: I had, to, I had to use that because, you know, it talks a little bit about your dad, of course, and the show you did. But first of all, uh, welcome back. It's been about, uh, I guess, two years, two and a half since we talked to you. And I know you have a yeah. story to tell, but uh, thank God you're with us. That's what we have to say.
1: Well, well, thank thank you, uh, guys. Um, yeah, it's wild that you would play that because, you know, I went out for that, uh, uh, that appearance at the uh, film festival and I got, you know, a little, a little whammy got me (laughs) from behind. More more than Uh, a little. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was, uh, it was quite interesting. Um, You know, uh, thank God for my dear wife, Gina and, and my beautiful kids. Um, I went out for, for that gig. I, I knew that, you know, I had some issues health wise, Um, uh, a thing called, Uh, idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. Um, Obviously, pulmonary lungs, fibrosis means they're scarring. Uh, Idiopathic means we just don't know why. Uh, There was no good reason for it. It just happens, and unfortunately, there's no cure. Uh, So I was getting sicker and sicker, and I knew it, but I was still, you know, I I, I thought, Uh, well enough to do the performance. And I went out and I did a couple of uh, of talk sessions, uh, whatever they're called. Hopefully they were funny. Uh, And then uh, the night before the first show, um, things turned wanky real fast. Uh, It it was literally within about maybe, I'd say a minute to two minutes that I, I took a nose dive and uh, uh my dear gina was out at uh, uh, watching one of the movies it's a film festival uh green book was the mo- she shows very good taste
2: uh, <laughs> that's, right. that's a great movie
1: you bet it is um and uh and in she came at about midnight and uh took one look at me and sort of grabbed the door handle and i said well we should talk i um, I think that, you know, I'm a little worried about the concert tomorrow. And just, she said, shut up. I said, what do you mean? She said, you're purple. Mm. And uh, uh, so that answered all the questions. Uh, I thought I was going to sleep it out and make the performance tomorrow. Uh, one man show, hour and 40 minutes, the show must go on and all that. Um, but she was smarter than me. And uh, brought me over to, uh, you know, we, we, we actually had to Google the hospital and take an Uber there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so typically lemon. And we got lost on the way. Oh, no. I mean, you know, what else would a lemon do? Um, <laughs> uh, when I got there, my oxygenation was 62% uh, legally dead. Uh, and uh, they took my blood pressure 220 over 180, Uh, um, and indeed I was passing away. Uh, Long story short, uh, they brought me up to the La Jolla uh, campus, and, um, uh, you know, I needed a lung transplant. Uh, That would be the only way I would survive. I probably had about a week uh, before, you know, the uh the bad choice <laughs> sure. hit you know looking looking at the, get the grass from the wrong side and uh uh so indeed it's just again i i don't have time to tell this whole story i'm writing a book about it actually it should be out uh, maybe in the next five years or so uh and uh you know i uh Everything just sort of fell into place. And I've had one of those careers where I just had to dig for and work for everything I've ever gotten. Uh including the, the novel I published and the show uh that I eventually made out of that novel. Uh, ah, sorry, memoir. Uh a twist that, of lemon that yeah. landed me up. Yeah, twist of lemon. Uh that landed me up in San Diego. Uh that was the show, Twist of Lemon. Uh all of a sudden, I'm laying in a hospital bed. I can't get out. I, I literally, if, if I tried to get out, said the lowest my blood oxygen got was 42%, uh, which is, yeah, see ya. Um, and uh, that I had about a week to go. Um, you know, I actually had the, the visit with the doctor, uh, and she looked right at me and just said, I'm sorry, you've got about two to four years. And this happened a year later. And uh, uh, indeed, just everything happened by magic, um, dare I say, by fate. Uh, Maybe there were angels watching over me. Um, I think there were. And I think two of those angels were my mother and father. Um, And I don't want to get into my whole... Uh, hypotheses about how these things can happen and, and angels can come back when they're needed. But uh, they did, uh, in my opinion, uh, my humble opinion. Uh, one of the surgeons became a good friend and uh, we had him over for, for dinner a number of times. And uh, and I, I turned to him and I said, Doc, give it to me straight. How long did I have? And without blinking an eye, he turned to me and said one hour. Wow. Uh, so that's, that's what I've been through. Okay. Enough of that. Uh, other than that, how you
0: doing? <laughs> <laughs> Don, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I know Don, well, you got a yeah, question. Though, go ahead.
1: <laughs> I'm a I, I, year I, I, and a half out. I've gone through the coronavirus and I'm doing okay.
2: <laughs> Don. Well, I'm certainly glad to hear that. that everything's going fine. And, and, uh, Chris Lemon, you've been through and, and with your dad, some of those amazing Hollywood experiences, I guess, that any young fella had uh, growing up out there because he made great movies. Uh, he did so many great things for such a long period of time. It really must have been just one great experience.
1: Well, I'll tell you, um, you know, it's interesting during this whole, Thing that I, I went through um, and I re- recounted in the book uh, um, you know I, I just felt like you know, my mother and father were close to me and they were pulling me through and you know uh, when I look at my life with her because uh, she was my mom and moms are number one but uh, with him as well he was not just my father he was my best friend And uh, uh, we had so many experiences and and adventures together that as I was laying in that bed, it it really hit me the day of the surgery. Um, I was in full denial and just being the usual jocular lemon, uh, you know, before that. But then the day of the surgery, I remember Dr. Scott turning to me and saying, that was the first time I saw it really hit home on you. And it, it, it did and i looked back and i'd realized even at the tender age of 64 um, i'd lived two lifetimes three a dozen lifetimes because of that man and the things that we did together pebble beach and and uh, going fishing in alaska fly fishing together catch and release <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah it, it's, uh, you know, between my mother, who was an angel on earth, who died at 63, by the way. I don't know if I told you that. No, story.
0: I did not know that, no.
1: Yeah, she was diagnosed with cancer. 63 years old, she wanted to see one last Christmas. That was her favorite holiday. Mm. She died the day after Christmas. Wow. How's that for a story? How's that for strength and courage?
2: When you think back, uh, and, then you and your dad probably had many, many opportunities to chat about the movies that he made because there was a great differential in the acting ability of your dad. What, what did he consider or what were one or two of the movies that he would look back on and say, you know, I'm really proud of that one. I, I, that's exactly the way I wanted it to come out.
1: Well, you know, I did a couple of movies with him, too.
2: They sent me in to pull him up. Um,
1: <laughs> well, you know, in doing the show, uh, the show uh, is, is on hold right now. But, uh, you know, I, I basically tell our story together, but I don't do it as me. I do it as him. Uh, you know, I, I become Jack, you know, like the little spot you just uh, aired. or, right. or Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, what the hell was I talking about? I don't know.
2: I <laughs> the, movies, the movies that he looked at, looked back on, and this said, is, you
1: know, it's all the drugs. That happens. They get, <laughs> you know, to, to do the It takes a while to get that morphine thing. out of your system.
0: I know. Yeah.
1: yeah <laughs> well, that's all gone. That, I'll tell you a funny story. Hold on. I'll get back to pop. I'll tell you a funny story about the morphine because uh, obviously after a double lung transplant, I mean, they, they cut you in half. Oh, sure. And they they're staring at your spine while they're doing the <laughs> surgery. Uh, I'm not kidding. Uh, and, uh, you know, about a week later, a week after, uh, completely stoked on morphine, um, I said, you know, I got to get off this stuff right now. Uh, I, I don't want any more. And they said, Mr. Lemon, we strongly advise uh, that, that you don't do that. And I said, no, 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 uh, no, I, that's it. I've had enough. And so they they didn't give me my evening shot. Um, I went to sleep. (laughs) I went to sleep and uh, I woke up around 3 a.m., something like that. I was dreaming that I was a great conquistador, riding my white stallion up up the Camino Real. And I stopped in a a little uh, hacienda, a little, what do you call it, tienda. Um, and, and all of the uh, young maddox were serving the cerveza. And all of a sudden, I woke up and I looked around and there was the hacienda still there with its beautiful draping uh, uh, um, uh, veg, veg, vegetarian stuff, flowers. <laughs> and, and then behind that, I kind of noticed hospital closet kind of stuff and realized, Oh, I'm dreaming. And this is the hospital. And then the pain hit and I made a little noise like a mouse being run over by a truck. (laughs) Um, It kind of was like, uh, and I had never experienced the, the level of pain that I was experiencing at that point, and I never will again.
0: <laughs> uh, they, they
1: ask you between 1 and 10, what is your pain?
0: Mine was a 74. I'm surprised they didn't have you on the pump, because when I was in, I had an operation, and they had you on the pump for a while. No, I was,
1: yeah, I was still on the, uh,
0: the what what's it called, epidural. You hit, you hit the button, uh, and but, it gives you a uh, shot of it,
1: yeah. Right. Yes, but, um, you know, screw that. Uh, you know, this is the trick. Uh, they were looking at my spine with my through my cut-open chest, right. okay? Uh, a week before that, uh, I was hurting. And uh, I saw the nurse call button about four or five inches away from my right hand. So I did hand walk. You know how you do no, that sure. with the pinky? And then you pull the thumb <laughs> and the pinky and pull the thumb. And finally reached it, hit the button, and within... Five seconds, in came the nurse with a big dose of morphine. Mm. So the point of that is, uh, don't be a hero. When you're in a situation like that, understand that you're in a situation like that and let the doctors make the decisions. Uh, Don't do it yourself. And also, a a really big lesson there is um, really respect where you are, and the great luck you've had, Um, listen, it hurts like hell. Uh, I I won't cut any hedges on that. Uh, But uh, it's – they saved – so be appreciative and listen to them. Okay? There's my – my little tutorial I'm, I'm all done
0: with that <laughs> well you speak of the, the, the <laughs> twist of lemon show and and uh i got to watch it a few months ago it is a, a version i guess you must have put it up or else they wouldn't have allowed it but uh uh you did some with the whole show and, and it's a great show so i got to see it on there thank so, you so yeah, great show. yeah i appreciate that don thank you uh
1: it was um you know that was i think probably the university of new haven performance
0: uh, yeah, I, know, I, I wasn't sure where it was, but it was the full full performance with the uh, you know the stage yeah. and everything. It was great. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, it was a student production, and it's you know. Um, uh, but I'm I'm still you know it wasn't a fully
0: produced or
1: anything like that. They asked me to put up the show, so I kind of did my little show in a bag. But the words are the words. I mean, you know, the message is the message, and the show is the show, and right. uh, you know, it was wonderful. It was you know, eight hundred people in a packed auditorium. They loved it. It was just such a joyous experience. Every performance that I've given, and I've given them from Australia to England, um, uh, it's just been, it was a wonderful five years with that show because it was honest. And so many times us actors are asked to sell crap, um, you know, to to get on stage or whatever. Um, And the words, you know, the, the reason for the existence of that piece is just not valid. Um, you know, doing a commercial, you know, selling waffle. Uh, you know, we're asked to do that so often as actors. And this was a piece that I created um, from its toes and that had to do with a father-son relationship that became a very honest, after so much confusion, became a very honest father-son relationship.
2: Now, I remember how old proud. were you when you realized that uh, this was a, this was the tack that your dad was going to take right on through? How old were you when you really, you know, all of a sudden you look up and you say, "Wait a minute, this is my father that's doing all this."
1: And now, which which tack? Uh, the fact that he was a famous actor.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I can tell you exactly when that happened. It was uh, uh, I was about eleven. Uh, what is it? Fourth, fifth grade, something like that. Okay. I was out in the uh, the playground uh, doing, trying to do a pull up, and uh, <laughs> this kid runs up and says, "Hey, Lemon, you see that kid over there? That's uh, who, who the hell is it? Jim West? Uh, Robert Wagner? Yeah, played Jim West, didn't he? Oh, Robert Conrad. Is
0: that who he was from Conrad. Wild Wild West? That's that,
1: yeah. That's Robert Conrad's son, he's more famous than your dad, and I said, well, of course he is. He's the guy on Wild Wild West <laughs> and the kid the kid ran away, and that's when it hit me. I didn't realize that my dad was famous. I thought he was just an actor
0: you know there's some great pictures in the in the video of the Twist of Lemon of you with your dad, I believe uh uh, meeting a lot of the famous uh, movie moguls and and different great actors. I think there's one with you and Fred Astaire when you were a little kid. I mean, you got some great memories of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Good for you. You paid attention. I paid to that. attention. Uh, sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that only took me about three years, correctly. That that little montage in the background, um, and it was crazy. The first time I tried to do it, I was figuring out how to help with cues. I like poke the button or anything. I'm too busy acting, um, and so it's got to be run by a stage manager, and she's got to read along or he uh, read along in the script and, and know when to advance cues. Some of them take two, three pokes on the button because they have three different multimedia things attached. It's right. it's a wild uh, presentation. It's eight gigs that presentation. Wow! Um, and finally, we ran across that terrific app, which I've forgotten the name of. Uh, when we did in London, we did it at the uh, St. James. Uh, God, that was scary. A uh, um, uh, 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 four-week run, um, and they had just finished completely crucifying two really popular uh, uh, American plays that had come over, um, saying, "Hey, we're the best," uh, you know, off Broadway, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the, the British just didn't go for that, uh, and they just destroyed them. I won't tell you which ones they are.
2: Uh, Chris, we, Doug, and I were chatting before uh, you came <laughs> on with us tonight, uh, talking about Walter mathau Tell us a little. Tell us a little about, about Walter. Walter He was one of the <laughs> great, great big.
1: Something in that water is a man I wake up in the morning. There's little notes on my pillow. Say we're out of cornflakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Took me three hours to figure out that F you feeling Hunger. <laughs> uh, that was, was magnificent. Uh, and he gets about a 10 minute nod in the show. Yeah. You got a nice segment boy. on him. Yeah. Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Jack tells stories. I, I don't do the show, as I told you, Jack does. Um, uh, Jack tells stories about uh, Walter and uh, their relationship because they were best friends. Well, they, they made 10 movies um,
0: together, Chris? T- 10 all together? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Did he pay off any of gambling debts? No, I don't
1: think. I think the gambling debts won. Yes. Yeah,
0: Walter had so, a bit of a, a bit of an issue with the track. Always, I understand. Yes,
1: <laughs> Walter would always, uh, you know, uh, pitch a tough deal. Um, uh, uh, there's
0: 17
1: stories come to mind as I say that, um, but uh, you know, one was the fact that Don Rye, who's a dear friend, who who directed the original uh, Grumpy Old Men, the great. Um, uh, uh, he told me a story. After he came to see, see the show, as a matter of fact, we went out for pizza afterward, and he told me a story um, that he kept trying to get uh, Pop and Waltz to play, you know, the the two grumpy old men, and the studio wanted uh, um, Greg Peck, I think it is, and uh, um, oh shit, uh, um, uh, Kirk Douglas. Hmm. And Kirk Douglas had an office next to my dad's. So that went on for a while. And then finally they asked because they wanted Don to, to direct the picture. And and uh, he started to try to make a deal with Pop and Waltz, and both refused. <laughs> 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 they both said no. And the whole time that they said no, they were doing it for more bucks. And I think they ended up, Walter ends up with a teach of a deal out of that um, but uh, and, and Kirk's office was right next door to my father's office on um, uh, what's that street you guys know um, which one Hollywood Boulevard I don't know I've never well, been out to the studios I my wife is typing <laughs> in here Gina's typing in it's uh, it's L something no it's not Camden uh, she's wrong but uh, good try sweetie
2: <laughs> uh hey, that you're you're a wild man. You tell your wife she's wrong. You're supposed to say, "Well, I think we better really, take that over."
1: She, you know, she's Italian.
2: <laughs>
0: she, she's gla- she's glaring at me. Um, she's she's. she's you know, well, God bless your wife for uh, taking care she's of you Italian. too. Yeah. She's Italian, uh,
1: and, and so you know, yeah, I didn't want to not to
0: but anything for you guys. Now, those grumpy movies were kind of like the odd couple on steroids, a little bit, weren't they? (laughs) You know, they were wonderful.
1: You asked me a little earlier.
0: I dodged the question, which, you know, movies
1: pop loved. Um, And, uh, you know, you got to look at, as I do, uh, and you guys saw it in the the show, Uh, you got to look at the truly great ones. Um, And I had to pick one or two. Uh, in the show and so I picked uh, the apartment oh yeah. um, and the de- and the days of wine and roses and I put them together in sort of a bundle um, uh, and uh, uh, yeah those those are the two really biggies I think I think because pop first in the apartment got a chance and this is only a, a year after something like that uh, got a chance to really show his chops I mean the ability to play uh, comedy and drama at the same time, and yeah. weave them together. Uh, you know that was his dream as an actor, um, uh, uh, based on his his hero, uh, the French, the great French actor uh, Jean Louis Darrow, uh, and uh, uh, his sort of his uh, you know absentia mentor. Um, I'm starting to be very aren't Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, that, and then followed by uh, Days of Wine and Roses, where he got to play a truly dramatic part that could have been very uh, a very self indulgent performance, but ended up being beautifully lemon uh, in, in its simplicity, yet its complexity. That, that movie was kind of ahead uh, of its yeah, time, too, it wasn't was a it? Pleasure. Wasn't that movie kind of yeah, ahead of its time? Yeah, you think wait, Days of wait, Wine and Roses? Wait, he was ahead of his time on, on, on a lot of stuff, including his admission of being an alcoholic right. and uh, being an AA member, um, which is a very nice segue from Days of Wine and Roses, which was 15, 20 years before. I remember Blake telling me a story, Blake Edwards, who directed it uh, and basically wrote it, uh, the, the uh, movie version. Um, uh, uh, telling me a story that where he said to Jack, he said, "Look at the two of us. I mean, we've been alcoholics for 30 years, and here we are doing this movie." Yeah. And uh, you know, my father, of course, did. Uh, you know, and, what 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 do you tell you about hello operator? We've got a bad connection. And then later on, they both came to terms with the monkey on their back. Uh, So God bless him. And uh, and, it was a,
2: uh, it was a step beyond lost weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And at the same time,
1: the courage to go ahead in a time when it wasn't popular and
0: say, Hey, uh, you know, I'm doing something about it. Celebrities did not admit Uh, stuff like that back then. I mean, they don't, a lot of them don't do it today either, but back then that was not done. Right. You're right. No.
1: But right or um, I mean, wrong, now, it wasn't done. Yeah. Now you know every fucking one of them is a part of is is an alcoholic. Um, <laughs> We're hearing way too <laughs> much now. Yes, ex-
0: you're right. You're
1: right. They they <laughs> kind of exult in it. You know, they've all quit. I mean, all of the, all the ones I know at least, um, have, you know, yeah, that's that's a goner. Yeah. Um, Damn. you know, it's 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 gotten where you know the the craft and the art is. In a whole different place now. I mean, back then it used to be three martinis and then go on stage. Uh, You know, I don't know how the hell they did it, but they did. Uh, And I know so many wonderful stories. uh, You know, because it was, it was a listen. I'm not condoning alcoholism or over drinking by any means, but at the same time, it was a charming and and kind of uh, you, uh, wonderful, you know, footloose time where uh, people lived. you know, you remember that wonderful film, uh, what was it, uh, you know, with, uh, but anyway, uh, it, it really was a whole other time. You know, they'd all get together at the Formosa Grill when they were working on the Golden Lot and, and have, uh, you know, fried shrimp and martinis uh, <laughs> and, and then go work. And, I don't know, I, well, like, as I said, I, I don't know how the hell they did it, <laughs> but they did. Um, and now, no, you can't. It's, it's, it's a different era, it's a different time, it's a different way of making showbiz, and it's to be taken seriously yeah. now uh, in that
0: aspect. Of course, they took it seriously back then. I'm kind of rambling no, over that's here, okay. but you get, I think you get the point. Don, you want you want to wrap it up and uh, we'll let Chris go, but uh, we're gonna have you back, Chris. And we're not gonna wait three years. What do you mean we'll, we'll wrap have you it back? Up? Well, we did our allotted time. We we told you half an hour. Hold, I've only <laughs> just begun here. We, we don't. We only told you half an hour. If you want to get some more stories, we can go another ten minutes if you like. <laughs> <laughs> we want to have you back. No. Don, Don, why don't you well, close that it out? Too.
2: <laughs> well, I, I just uh, you know I just admired his work so much. I and I think what you just touched on was probably the biggest part that. Uh, you know, no matter what he did, uh, he just encompassed the whole part. I mean, whether it was Days of Wine and Roses or whether it was the apartment or whether it was playing golf at Pebble Beach, uh, I mean, it was Jack Lemon. I mean, that's what it was. And uh, you just have to admire somebody that has that kind of talent and not only has that talent but can bring it to the fore uh, the way he did. And uh, you just had to be awfully proud as his son, I would think, uh, just following what he did and being with him in some of the shows and, and being a part of it because he, he's just a, you know, sort of a symbol of what the movies were really like 20 years ago.
1: Did you ever see him play golf?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Yes. Usually the, set okay, the uh, that, Saturday
1: of the Pebble Beach, a, you got to see That him, right? was a comedy of errors. <laughs> <laughs> this man may have been a genius of an actor, but he couldn't play Golf. I played a made, made Charles pebbles. Barkley.
2: look a good like a good <laughs> golfer. He
1: played 35 Pebble Beach tournaments and never made the cut. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Not so he had a shot. Next to last one I think.
1: He had but, a shot. Close. He had he a, pretty a pretty shot just didn't get there. Um, he was playing lights out and so was Peter Jacobson, Jake his partner. And uh, uh, through the first two days The third day, Saturday, when he was going to the cut, the Pineapple Express hit. You know what the Pineapple Express, you know, that comes from Hawaii, all the way to North California, seven inches of rain.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I still remember. There was all the celebs and pros were, and I was there too, uh, were in the the tents. At the uh, polo field, because that's where we would hit balls at our range, and uh, uh, the official walked in and said, "This tournament is called for all celebrity and amateur players." Oh. And there was—you could hear the sigh across—and I looked over at my father. I think he fainted. Um, he just fell out of his chair. Uh, he did it very eloquently, but uh, <laughs> you know, and that then I, in,
2: at that time,
1: I would guess in the, you know, about my age, or, you know, mid sixties okay. um, and Clint Eastwood was eating a bowl of Cheerios and he <laughs> took a spoonful and it got halfway to his mouth when he looked at them and said, so what do we do now?
2: well i'll tell you that's one guy that keeps going boy i mean i don't know i don't know how he does it but one movie after another i
1: i always have been from day one and continue to be honored to have been his son uh and to have had the wonderful opportunity to be his best friend
0: yeah comes through in the show I, was,
2: yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, think there's a better I don't me? think there's a better ending than that Chris I think uh, you really expressed it extremely well and, and all we can say is uh, every time we have you on with us it's a, it's a pleasure and uh, I'd have to say that this one exceeded the last one so And I'm I'm so excited
1: about the fact
2: that you got a a double lung transplant you're still going on. So thank you for joining us.
0: Great Great to have you with us, and we will do something again later this summer in the fall. But uh, God bless you, and thanks for being with us. Stay happy, stay healthy. Very good. Thank you, Chris. We'll talk to you soon. Don, good talking to you, and we'll uh, see you. you next time.